0: Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Rich by Monday. I'm your host, Jared Wilkins, a.k.a. the Google grad.
1: And I'm Dorrance Creighton. Thank you for joining us. And And welcome back.
0: Episode 11. (laughs) 11. You know what's crazy? You'd be like. You just be waiting to hit those like benchmarks. Mm-hmm. And then you hit them and it's like, now what? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Like,
1: it's like when's 30 coming?
0: Yeah, we hit 10. Now I'm like, wait, we gotta do another one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 10 more. 10 more until 20. That's how math works. <laughs> Man, it's like uh, I thought it was over. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Gotta show up again next week. And a week after,
0: life is crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what
0: been going on, man.
1: Not much, not much trying to stay cool. Um, it's been hot the last few days, like in the 90s. So I'm kind of uh, missing that cold weather we used to have, and I complained about <laughs> what's going yeah. on with you. Um, uh...
0: Life. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I know how to put it. <laughs> Just life, man. Just trying to uh, try to stay balanced, you know. Um, you know, I'm kind of upset because I was holding, I was holding. Uh, so for those who don't know, I do trade options, and I was holding an AMC call about a week ago, mm-hmm. uh, fourteen dollars strike. And, I, and mm-hmm. I sold it. I sold it maybe Thursday or Friday. I can't remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, then then AMC decides to go uh, intergalactic mm-hmm. and uh, it hit like seventy two bucks a share. So
1: yeah. we we um, we didn't have to do 11, episode eleven.
0: Nah, we we could have been could have been balling out right sorry.
2: now, <laughs> <laughs> man.
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, so um, I had a few, I had quite a few contracts because they were cheap. They were mm-hmm. only like a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. like a hundred and some dollars, maybe. Um, I can't remember. All I know is I don't have them no more when I need <laughs> to have them. So that's been about it, man. Just you know, I've been seeing, uh, you know, I'm I'm happy that it's working for everybody. You know, uh, mm-hmm. the one thing that I am seeing a lot of is people asking like. You know what the next thing is.
1: Of course, yeah. It's like they got their first hit, and once you get your first hit of your meme stock, it's it's hard to get back to fundamentals yeah. or or find them at all. So,
0: yeah, I mean, it has the it, crazy. It, it, it's just so crazy because it really is like, you know, when when that day happened when it actually like exploded, like my whole Facebook timeline was all of a sudden, like, investors.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, everyone's like, yeah, my stocks is up. Uh, AMC booming. Like, and yeah. it's cool. Like, it's cool to see that. But it's like, what? <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> yeah.
1: All the winners came out to post. Yeah. I can't where believe that.
0: Where y'all been? You know what I mean?
1: I can't believe um, that. Where's that when the, when the everything was tanked? everything everybody's real quiet
0: but you know that there's there's so many apps now that give people access
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know like even i was talking to my barber um not maybe not the last time i was there but the time before and even he mentioned it like he was using like the stash app i think it is i mm-hmm. shouldn't say that name because i ain't cutting checks
2: mm-hmm. but
0: um so you know just it's just someone you could buy through cash app you could buy through robin hood i mean all these different things that give people just immediate access you know what i mean yeah access um, is good
1: it's good for people just kind of getting their feet wet but um you would hope they would go on to to um you know more um substantial platforms to really learn because there's not much data on those apps if not any
0: no, there's none. No, you right. <laughs> you're right. But I don't think I don't think for what they're doing, they need data. Like they're it's a combined like group effort to just it's make money. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. I get um, that. And I think I think um I think when, when you're someone who like like I I end up missing a lot of those opportunities because like Cause I'm like dumb smart. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm smart <laughs> enough to to know like what to avoid, mm-hmm. but like I'm dumb enough to get in my own way.
1: Mm. Right, like in what way?
0: Like I will know exactly what's happening, but I won't do it just because like of the people who are doing it. Mm. If that makes, like, you know what I mean? Like it's like if the guy who's cutting you, like you hire a gardener, and then he comes up to you and says, "Yeah, man, you buy AMC?" Like, I'm mm. not buying AMC. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <All> right.
0: <laughs> so you know, I'm dumb enough to kind of get in my way in that mm-hmm. sense and miss it, um, just because I of certain things that I know.
1: Yeah,
2: just
0: from experience, Bro, the
1: retail investor pushes it up. I think I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to even know an exit when you're dealing with well, something you, like that. So volatile. So
0: that's why I avoid it. Because yeah. I mean, now now they're trying to make it a fundamental play because it's, it's you know, they're saying all oh, the movies are opening back up. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, but I'm like, the movies were dying before before the pandemic. Why would they just all of a sudden be this amazing mm-hmm. thing?
2: Yeah.
0: You know, like it's it, long term now. Yeah. yeah. And they all they did. All you did was give this company a bunch of money. That's what happened. You gave AMC mm-hmm. a bunch of money. They issued more shares, got some more money. And if I'm not mistaken, I think the CEO is actually going to go out and buy uh, a bunch of uh, like movie theater properties.
1: Okay.
2: Like, like with the, the new capital,
0: the real estate. Yeah, yeah.
2: that's Versus what I read. I don't, I don't know, if,
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's. I gotta, I gotta really, you know, we don't really uh, rely on right and information here, but. Yeah. that's what I read. I read with the new capital, he's just gonna go and buy up all the old movie properties.
2: Hmm.
0: And I, I don't understand why they need to own the I mean it, it's a very specific property type, but I don't see why they would need to own the property. Like what what would hmm. why would a movie business need to own the property?
1: I don't know. Maybe tax advantages, maybe?
0: I don't know. I'm I just don't I feel like they'd be better off as a tenant. Because if that location fails, they could just bounce.
1: Yeah, you would think so. When you said he was buying um, movie theaters, I thought it was like like um, failing movie theaters. Maybe he's rehabbing them. But why would an AMC oh. CEO do that? I mean, they need like specific type of building.
0: I don't know. I got I got to do more research cuz even yeah. when i read it, it it was one of those things where you read and it's like i got to come back to that yeah <laughs> he's like what yeah <laughs> like, what? no
1: <laughs> i don't have time to i don't have time
0: like this is going to take a little bit more research yeah um,
1: which so is tough it's, it's, how do you decide which rabbit hole to go down
0: um you don't really i mean you for me it kind of it kind of depends on location Mm-hmm. like it depends on where I'm at because and when I when I say where I'm at I don't necessarily mean like you know different city or I mean like just where I'm at like in the moment like if I'm in the living mm-hmm. room if I'm in the bedroom uh, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> the
1: location <laughs> depending on the location of my body yeah, I'll go like, down the rabbit hole
0: because if or you know it's just different you have a I mean for me at least I get like a different uh vibe in certain locations you know Mm. in the house and Mm. or even when you're out like just different different uh places
1: right right Hmm.
0: so um i'll just i'll just do it if i'm if i'm in front of my computer i could do it all day but Mm. um yeah i mean it just depends it depends but i i I gotta do more research uh into that because i don't see it as a long-term thing but it doesn't matter because that's not the point Mm -hmm. you know the point is to make it a slot machine that's that's the The
1: point point. is to pump it and and hopefully somebody else will stay while you sell and you can take profit
0: yeah that's all Uh, for
1: the people who are still holding on it might go up more you know those people to get stuck
0: it's just weird, man. It's weird to see. I'm like I said, I'm happy for everybody. It's just weird to see, like, I won't say weird, but maybe it's because we've been like we have the experience and we've been mm. around for so long. When you see like certain types of people talking about things, it just becomes like, okay, this is the end. Like that's what, <laughs> like that's what I automatically go to. It's like, all right. Like it's just it's just because Everyone becomes like the the expert, and right, everything right. is like, oh, it's going up, it's going up. Mm-hmm. Buy this, it's going up. Oh, this is a, this is a great company. The the stock is going up, and it's like, no, mm-hmm. that's not that's not how it works. And to me, all of it just sounds like bubble talk. That's what I call it, bubble talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can easily you can easily like do something that probably wouldn't be that you wouldn't be able to do it any other time like even right now there's people there's people making money at rates that are just like ridiculous Mm -hmm. like going from you know from like a thousand bucks to a couple a couple hundred thousand bucks um in a matter of months yeah you know and then at that point then it's like okay now i can position myself like, I've been doing this for 20 years. Yep. You know, and yep. uh, that's when it's like, okay, this is bubble talk.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, so what, what are some uh, indicators other than, um, than people bringing up? Um, then I, th- I think one indicator is just you start seeing, like, a flood of money in the market. Where you mm-hmm. usually had, didn't see it in a certain volume, um, and I think you can really look at like the average day consumer and kind of see. I haven't looked at the numbers in a while, but you can kind of see the average day consumer and see how comfor- how comfortable they are with the the current market p- position mm-hmm. uh, based on just how much money they're spending. Uh, I would like to know know that number and what it is now. Well, I mean, but, um, it, like consumers' confidence. Being
0: wouldn't it just be like an abundance of speculators maybe that's what it is like when you have mm-hmm. like an overabundance of just gamblers and not mm-hmm. you know not people who are in the game just people who are um speculating because those are mm-hmm. the things that drive like short-term price even especially in real estate like we talked about it a number of times here with the uh with the whole Inglewood Stadium thing mm-hmm. you know people thinking they're like people thinking their property would go up because of the stadium. And then, so if you think that way, then some random person who might have access to capital is also going to think the same way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. We don't, we don't talk. Uh, I know we talk a, a lot about data and past performance, but um, we don't talk about like the psychology of people who are also playing the game. And which plays like a huge part in what mm-hmm. moves or what's and doesn't move. So yeah, um, Um, sometimes i'm careful to not stay too close to the numbers because the people make up the numbers and people are different their psychology is different and why they buy things and when we're sitting on the sidelines like these numbers don't make sense the data doesn't support what's actually happening um it doesn't take take away from the fact that it's still happening yeah so so it's like we have to sometimes we have to kind of step back from the data sometimes not too far but um, but to realize, you know, the psychology of people buying products and rather is, um, you know, something off the shelf in a retail store or uh, the new meme stock or uh, a real estate purchase or a car purchase. Um, the confidence of the everyday consumer, um, I think we really have to take into account uh, because it, as we see, is really moving the needle. And what might be different now is um, the internet. Mm -hmm. The internet is able to move the needle much faster and quicker because the everyday person, um, that, you know, the everyday consumer that's spending money, now they can get their cues from a meme. Something is said on the internet and it spreads faster and and quicker. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's something new we're seeing now within the last like maybe three to four years. And within the last one or two years, it's been like accelerated to like a ridiculous amount where you can, someone can put a, a type, some type of information out and it can be easily, widely accepted by the masses overnight.
0: Yeah, immediately.
1: And whatever that, that call to action is, if it's buy this stock or if it's buy this course or this is how you buy a car, whatever it is if the following is big enough to push it to the masses, like it can move the needle a lot and it affects the market in ways where we're like, what is this? This doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's a regular. Yeah. Yeah. From past performance. So I think over these, we're going to, we're going to have to figure out, um, some type of, um, some type of percentile to, to add to our formula. Um, for these wild variations, or that mm-hmm. seem wild variations, but they're pushed by the internet.
0: Yeah, I don't so, think, uh, I think that's something that'll be, that's just gonna be here because, yeah, because of online forums, online communities, unless they do something to like uh, regulate or restrict access in some sense to mm-hmm. those types of things. Um, but even then, they'll just go to the dark web or something. But you know, it's a, yeah. um, it's like you can't regulate
1: free, like free thought. Nah, that's what that's what I think. That's what we're dealing with. It I don't care funny. what your numbers say. It's, I don't, it's, like. It's, I'm going it's, in. It's just weird. We're we going to the moon.
0: It's, it's, <laughs> it's just weird. Is isn't <laughs> weird? It's just to see it to see it happen this way, and um, you know, you see you see certain people come out of it, and you could tell, like, you know, this has had like a real in terms of like the discipline like okay mm-hmm. i'm taking something from this and now it's a part of it's a part of who i am as a part of what i do um mm-hmm. but then you could see you could like see the moment in some people like this is only the moment yeah you know what i mean like it's not it's not lasting beyond this point mm-hmm. and when you have like an overabundance of um of players and speculators um you know that means you'll eventually have an overabundance of losers.
1: Oh yeah, always.
0: You know, and I think um, o-
1: only time will tell. It'll, yeah. it'll sort them out. The time will sort them out.
0: And I think um, I think what happens is when you know when we because we might talk like this or we may say certain things, but it, it doesn't mean that we don't want we don't want good things for people. We're just giving you like perspective. From some, because we got involved in real estate in two thousand and six, two thousand and seven. Well, you were mm-hmm. six; I was seven. So, like, what's happening in the market right now in the stock market was kind of happening in real estate back then.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: you could you could be anybody, and you could you can go buy ten homes today, right? You know, like it did, it didn't even matter. You didn't you didn't even have to have a job. You didn't have to have nothing. You could just go buy a house. Mm-hmm. and then once you bought that one you can go buy nine more by yep. the time the lender found out you had inquiries from other banks so mm-hmm. um i think people when you when you say things like that to try and ground people they almost feel like you you're wishing it to happen
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know what i mean like it's like oh well you're just a hater because you didn't buy AMC or you didn't buy Dogecoin or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever the thing was, right. You, just, you know, uh, you know, tell me you didn't buy it without telling me you didn't buy it. Like something like that. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so and I, I think they just believe that you want it to be that way because it didn't work for you and it will continue forever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But ultimately what I think it is is they just, they don't want you to be right. Cause that means they yeah. would have to change something about them right because now they, they've gone to this new place they they found their they found their confirmation because nobody's mm-hmm. looking for criticism the internet gives you gives you areas of confirmation
1: right mm-hmm.
0: so now they, they found it i can confirm who i thought i was based on what i've been seeing so yep. if you come in and say okay well this may not last because of dot dot dot, or if you're looking at the numbers, it it doesn't look like it's sustainable. Doesn't mean I want it to happen. I'm just looking at the data. Mm-hmm. But then, but then that's when you become the hater. Or yeah, well, if you know,
1: if you're looking for, if you find, if you find your validation from your wins, you need to look deeper because <laughs> because that's that's um, that's not always going to be the case so if you now I, I would say that if if you feel like um your validation your self-worth and your success come from your wins you you need to dig deeper because once the wins aren't there um you know who are you then so, no, it's not true um i think uh, you know when we talk about these different concepts it comes from uh, a position of depth because it's not about just the wins wins are nice. I like to win. Um but I know that um you know success is just not linear like that. So even and, and maybe maybe it's just because we've just been doing it so for so long, even the wins don't they're not monumental like that anymore. At least for me. It's um it's more um you know steady as you go because there'll be wins and then there'll, there'll be losses. And if you get on the roller coaster of um you know pulling your your validation from the winds you're going to be a very sad depressed person yeah so, i agree um, i think I agree. it's a, it's important to to have a, a level of balance and and um and just keep it moving no matter what happens
0: i remember when uh i remember i don't know if you're, you well, you might remember this but when we were we were at the office in pomona this is like 2008 or 9 Mm-hmm. Might have been eight, and um, you got your first keys. Mm-hmm. And I re- I remember, I can't remember what what dealer was. I just remember somebody giving you your keys to the property mm-hmm. you j- you just bought, and um, and it was like okay, and they were like, you aren't like you aren't excited, and it was like, <laughs> I mean what like, <laughs> like yeah it was like yeah. for what like this is this is not this is not the end like this is not you know what it is man i think we just grew up in a different era because because <laughs> it's this is this is one of the reasons why i, I can't sell as much as i would like to because i know i probably make a lot of money doing it i can't sell residential real estate
2: mm.
0: like because i don't have it in me i don't have the I don't have the joy mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah. Hey, here's your new house yeah, or, yeah. you know, cause it's something that I don't really like for myself personally, I don't really believe in mm-hmm. first, at least I don't really believe in buying the, the real the residential property first. Right. Right. So it's hard for me to, um, to sell someone on that and be excited mm-hmm. about it. Cause the whole time <laughs> I'm thinking like, I wouldn't do this, but, right. <laughs> um, yeah. You know yeah, I, mean?
1: I, I, I think it's when when you're um, when you're like in in the service of, of others and what they need, it's it's kind of like you have to take out what you would do away from the equation, I which is like super important. I can't do um, because um, no one would ever get anywhere if it was based on on what I wanted and <laughs> and how and how I would do things because. <laughs> um there's a lot of things i would do differently you know than, than a lot of other people but i'm i'm weird in that way uh even when you talk about um that day i got my first keys and i was probably like 20 years old yeah about 20 years old and yeah. i think i think i was really thinking um okay now i'm closer to kind of being able to buy my car because i knew <laughs> the real estate came first <laughs> so i think that was, was my funny. main thing i believe at, that. that uh I, I was like, okay. I
0: definitely believe that.
1: All right. This is under the belt. All right. Let's all right. Let's get now, let's get this together and then I can go buy a car. Because even though um, even though I knew the best way to do it, I'm still a 20-year-old kid and I want to have a car. You know? At yeah, that time, like you know,
0: it was like I I know I need to have this before I go do that. Right,
1: right. Yeah. So it was more like um a delayed gratification, and it wasn't I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a nice feat, but I think my, my goal, the goal, I guess, that made me happier. Or I was going towards was buying a car at that time because, you know, people can't see you in your house, you know, they see you in your car. And, and at that time it was important for me to, um, you know, to, um, to have that perception. So the car had to come the car had to be there to solidify my success. Um, You know, I think completely different now, but back then as 20, 20 year old, 20, 20, 21 years old, especially at a time where we were trying to teach people about real estate and trying to, um, you know, teach them these different concepts of investing and buying your your real estate first, before you buy, appreciate assets, et cetera, et cetera. Um, You know, our peers that were our same age, they weren't, listening to that they didn't not it not was no buying real estate was so far out <laughs> but now you know 15 years later now they're just everybody's really on it yeah so um so yeah i think i think if i think back that's what i was okay now we get the car and then people will listen which is so backwards it's like it you is. Would think hey hey guys i bought these houses um this is how it works they are like yeah okay you're not <laughs> you're not popping bottles in the club though <laughs> that's so, cr- like because it's almost it's like you, it's completely reversed
0: it's almost like you did it you didn't necessarily do it for them but you did it like with them in mind in terms of like what you what it would do to your business
1: right right yeah but no, I mean but that, 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 makes like, sense. that makes sense. And it, and it seems like it seems like um I guess it can seem manipulative in that way but People are how they are, you know. So, I can, yeah. again, we can't get away from the psychology of people. Um, they buy into what they see,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, buying into buying your real estate for your car is still something I preach now, it's still something you do, mm-hmm. uh, supposed to do, you know, to keep your, your debt to income low. But, um, yeah, people wouldn't they wouldn't feel that back then, though.
0: <laughs> no, nah, not at all, not at <laughs> all. I mean, I, yeah, I remember I feel you, that. Uh, I remember talking to, I forgot his name. I wish I knew his name because I'd look him up, but um, I mentioned it before where uh, there was an older guy who, who came to like our office one day
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I think he was a friend of, I think he was a friend of Arthur's or someone mm-hmm. he knew, maybe just somebody he talked to that day that came, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and after, you know, once we, once we were leaving, I think, I think you guys went home and I stayed and talked with him, you know, outside mm-hmm. the office for like another two hours. Right. And um, so I'm outside talking to him, and you know, he's telling me all the deals he did and, and how long he's been in real estate. And um, you know, he said a lot of things. Just he gave me like a whole macroeconomic like sermon mm-hmm. per se. Right. Um and at the time I just remember, you know. It just sounded
2: racist.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 I did not think think it was hitting that quarter.
0: No, but like it did, because of course, a lot of, you know, given, given this country's history, many things, if you're, if you're unaware, or if you're not involved in some way, many things are directly linked to, you know, racism. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: And, and your understanding of it comes from that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you you don't have any other medium or attachment to it. No point of reference, right? So a lot of things he was saying just sounded like you know it's like okay, yeah, it makes sense, but I don't, like Ooh. the way you're saying it is like I is, is not you know. What, what was like the some whatever.
1: some of the things to give us some context? Um, just it might not be exact. Just the
0: whole like just economics. Um, mm-hmm. you know, taxes, mm-hmm. welfare, um. Mm-hmm a lot of things we talk about on here that probably sound like Mm. racism to people or,
2: Mm.
0: you know, or uh, like a or something. Yeah. Like, you know, because at the time, you know, we're 19, 20 years old. I don't know. Like I have no history with the economy. Mm -hmm. I'm just out here doing whatever I can to make transactions to buy houses and then buy a car. Right. Um, And he's going on and on and on about all this stuff and, and I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, man, mm. I just, you know, I we just cashed an eleven thousand dollar check. Mm. Like, <laughs> my, like, my car got twenty twos on it. Right? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, my, my car, my car is white. My rims is white. My right. doors ain't got no door handles. Like, <laughs> my boy got twenty. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, right, right. And um, in many ways, it was kind of like that same theory. Like, you don't, you don't want him to be. Right. I knew it in yeah. a sense, I knew it made sense. Like everything he was saying made yeah. sense. It just, that's sounded what gonna like, say. I was going to like I was going to bring it
1: around. Yeah. At, at that time, it came full circle. You felt like, you know, people don't want you to be right. And then 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you're hearing the same things and you're like, I don't want you to be right. Like what I'm doing is working.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, and that's kind of what, what, and I think what happens is, you know, because I, I know we speak about things from a certain perspective. Um, but what I, what I don't want to be like left out of that is the fact that we we come from these environments. We were once these people. We're not saying these things as like, you know, we didn't make those mistakes. Like, we're telling you from making the mistakes. Like that, you know, that these types of things exist. I know why you think that way, because I once thought that way. Mm -hmm. right so it's not it's not me coming here telling you you know you're stupid or something it's like no i remember i was you don't Mm -hmm. do that like (laughs) don't do that dumb shit because right you know we we've all been there and so with him even with him telling me that like i didn't want him to be right because that means my whole uh concept of how the world was going to work for me would have to change
1: Mm. yeah yep and it's hard to start from scratch
0: man well yeah we know exactly because we didn't listen that's what i'm
1: starting from scratch from (laughs) thought process to your whole world view crashing and and then the the rebuild stage of you know again goes back to who who you who are you really you know Mm -hmm. now that you don't have um the rims or the money or the houses or the influence um know who are you now Mm -hmm. so that's what i'm like you got you got to dig deep you got to dig deep i mean hold on something that's this outside of those things
0: when you i think when again i think when you address it a certain way and it's hard it's hard to it's hard to like articulate what that means like when you address it a certain way to someone who's in the moment. Right. You know what I mean? They're in they're in they're in their moment. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, okay, well, it's part of the reason why I don't like to talk to people. Because, <laughs> because what happens is if you if you if you spend enough time with them, you'll tell them something that completely contradicts like what they think is reality. Mm-hmm. You know that's yeah. why they, that's why people don't listen to old folks because they'll tell them something and they're like, I don't want to hear that. Like, cause <laughs> it's not in line with what they think. Yeah, reality. Is. Yeah,
1: it's hard. It's hard to stop your fun though. Like, I get it. Like, 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 I think at some at some points you know. I think the people know too. They know, but it's it's so fun. It's so fun. It's so exciting, <clears throat> and you know. We always think the run is going to last a little bit longer. So I get it. I get it.
0: Yeah, but it's, I don't know. I just don't, I don't want people to, because now, again, we have the internet. And so it's going to suck to see, um, just to see it, just to be able to witness it. Because Mm -hmm. what I've been noticing is there's been like a recent uprising in like um I don't know what to call it. I don't know if, I don't know if I want to call it like reality-based content, mm-hmm. but there's there's been like an uprising in the very specific type of creator who's coming out and saying, you know, like guys, relax. What you're what you're seeing and uh experiencing right now is not how things work. And I've been seeing that from a what? lot of people. <laughs> yeah, like uh, a, a number of shows. There's a number of shows that have come up, especially on YouTube. There's a lot of people coming out like... Because I think what's happening is... What, what, what's happening is... When you get a bunch of... Uh, or an overabundance of speculators who then can position themselves to be experts. And then so mm-hmm. the media begins to accept them as experts. What mm-hmm. happens is people who are the actual professionals... Like, they... They now have to identify as one of those guys. Mm. Because when people come to them, who are the people they bring up?
1: Yeah. Yeah, the, the most likely people is in, in the limelight. So you're saying people are saying basically like kind of like putting out, okay, this is for entertainment purposes only type thing. This is a reality TV show type thing. Well, no, no,
0: like like so so you're you're you are you're a broker in real life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But then there will be a guy, you know, on the internet who will position himself as like the ultimate real estate guy. Mm-hmm. And then so oh, okay. your clients come to you. Right. Yeah. Right. They come to you and then they bring him up or bring mm-hmm. her up. Right. And now you have to say, relax. That's mm-hmm. not how this goes.
1: Yeah. And then then you know you're up saying? against um just yeah. a, a a windfall of well this has 10,000 views and 3,000 comments so how can they be wrong when all these other people are like this is great information
0: exactly so, and i think i think yeah. a lot of people are you're you're seeing those people like you know come out more and more now people who are mm-hmm. actual like business people and businessmen and women they run you know certain types of businesses because mm-hmm. their their industry has been like saturated with uh gurus right, um, right right you know uh i forgot the word veblenian v- <laughs> v- uh entrepreneurs like people who are more into the like the lifestyle and the ideology of entrepreneurship but there's the products don't equate to much mm-hmm. right and so their industry has been attached to that so now they have to come out and kind of defend themselves mm. You know, through the same mediums, through social media, through yeah. um, I mean, it's kind of what we did in a sense. It's like I'm I'm tired of you telling me about whoever. Like now, I got to (laughs) come on here and tell you what really happened.
1: Right. Yeah. um, Yeah. It's they're in the business of of social media, and they're really good at it. (laughs) They're really good at it. I think um, the most difficult thing we're going part we're going to uh, deal with is doing the work in real life and trying to put it on social where they can just put it on social. Like that's the work, that's the work in real life. And it's the work in the social space. And, you know, I'm, the more I see it, I think it's going to be even harder to combat because if, if we're, if we're not able to teach people how to think, um, Joe blow or whoever is going to be, it's going to be just another person another person will pop up Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and then the next 18 to 21 year old 24 year old is going to fall victim to the same tropes so i don't know um i don't know maybe maybe we do a little bit of work um just putting the content out um (laughs) but another thing about people who really do it in the real life um it's it's so difficult to make it entertaining <laughs> <laughs> it's like I just put something on my Instagram. I was like, I seen somebody's just like they doing TikTok dancing and stuff, and teaching people how to do X, Y, Z or whatever. And I'm like, look, I'm not dancing for y'all. Yo, I'm somebody's like,
2: daddy, okay? <laughs>
0: like I'm not, I'm not about to be. No, you're not gonna have uh, me doing the Cabbage Patch. Uh,
1: <laughs> you're yeah. the Running yeah, Man some, out some, here, yeah, nah. to compete with the, you know. This person who's a really does this, he really does his social media,
0: and I, I'm not I'm not against that. Like I, I understand what it's for, right? And um, it's just I I think, like I was saying, I think I think we're seeing many creators begin to pop up, who are actual industry professionals to bring yeah yeah for some sure. type of some type of a uh, real foundation to like what's out there
1: yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like just diluting the bullshit with like yeah. real facts.
0: Cause you have to. So, there's so there's so much of it. Like you every day there's another dude who's like mm-hmm. the guy. And yeah. it it gets frustrated because I don't think I think again, because we talk about it in a very specific way, but I don't think people understand like how much as a as someone who's like client facing and you work in a, a service-based like business. Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't think people understand like how often this kind of stuff gets thrown at you
2: yeah or you know
0: even if it's not like in a a very literal sense it's just the line of thinking that Mm -hmm. gets you know that comes to you and then and you know where it comes from because you had 20 or 30 other people already ask you the same Mm -hmm. question Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) or tell you the same thing and you're right and they're like, oh, well, I heard it this way. And then when, you know, and now you, now you gotta be like, all right, like, here we go mm-hmm. again. <laughs> like, no, you, can, you should not quit your job and start a wholesale business. You know,
2: <laughs> right? Like
0: just, just random, you know what I mean? Just random, like, mm-hmm. and um, that's the part that just gets really, really like frustrating. So, I mean, I'm glad to see, mm-hmm. I'm glad to see like an, an uprising in a sense. Mm-hmm um of people who really do business
1: yeah i mean you know it just it it's it's an opportunity it's an opportunity to compete you know yeah and although they're not your typical competitor uh they are taking up space and they're you know withdrawing a lot of air out of the space that you you occupy Mm -hmm. and you know it it just might have to be an opportunity to compete um to really, you know, tighten our game up, really push what we push, you know, push the content, quality content, quality um, concepts that work in real life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, see who who does who does well. That, they're know, so excited. All, you know,
0: what it is? that's what it, they're so excited.
1: Well, yeah, because they haven't been jaded yet, you know, <laughs> so, and when and, we bad at faking it, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to fake it. I was telling somebody that the other day, I'm just like, I was meeting with um um a new agent, actually. I'm gonna do some uh, some onboarding next week. And I'm just sitting there talking to them, like kind of like how we talking and just talking about the game and how it go. And she's like, you know, you just seem like authentic. I'm like, this is the only way I can give it. <laughs> like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna bounce off the walls and tell you how, how it could be. I'm gonna give you the real facts that you know if you come in this business, you gotta, you gotta work. And the average realtor, uh, I think the last numbers that came out make like 45,000 a year. Um, so it was just another reason why I know these gurus are just like, no, no, everyone's not doing well. So with that being said, I just give them the real numbers, the real facts, and let them know exactly how it's going to go down. And, um, I think people appreciate that. Um, I'm not selling them the dream of real estate or the dream of entrepreneurship or working for yourself or being your own boss and all these different, you know, you know, terms that people use to get people excited. Um, because I know that excitement is, is, is fleeting very fast. It's because this, this business takes um, consistent effort and it's like a compound effect. It's like the, the little you do over and over, you know, over each day it compounds and it builds into something else. So um I'm just honest about that. I'm honest about how it how it goes and how it works. And I think um, you know, some people do appreciate that. Um, even though that that type of um you know conversation is not mainstream, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um I think <laughs> in real life people appreciate it. And that's that's been my my experience so far.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree. I think I do think. <clears throat> even when they don't want to, even when they don't really want to digest it and and um, <clears throat> accept it for what it is, I do think people understand like what you're saying. Um, but they they know that it comes from the right place. Yeah, right. It's just that they don't they don't want to believe it. That's a that's a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. They just they just don't want to believe it. But I think they know. Um, yeah. You know, I was actually um Good. i was I was reading uh well actually was just watching a video same video that brought up that word the vebleninian or whatever mm-hmm. um, and and this guy he brought up it was a he's a professor at some university and he did a study um I don't know you know what he used as as the field but he did some kind of study of 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 uh where he covered entrepreneurs and the types of products and the quality of products. Mm-hmm. Um and, and there's a few things that stuck out. The video's long, he has a lot of stats. Um, I don't remember them. I'm not gonna go through them.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: but uh two, two uh, in particular stuck out like extremely. And one was the the um lifetime earnings
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the lifetime earnings of someone who works a nine to five versus an entrepreneur. The I think the entrepreneur was, I don't want to throw out the, a percentage and be wrong, but it was significantly less. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So as someone who works for themselves, right, and you you've got all these vacations and you're on retirement, you're on the beach mm-hmm. and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. As someone doing that, you make less money than someone who went to college and got a job. Yep. Lifetime. I believe that. And that was that one stuck out, which I knew already because there's only so many people who actually make money. Mm-hmm. But um it was just interesting to hear like that number be like yeah. quantified.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then, then he also talked about actually two more. He talked about the quality of products that come from uh the recent rise in uh Viblinian entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he found, he discovered that their products are trash.
1: Mm. Yeah, low they're, product, they're, low quality.
0: They're more so interested in, they more so sell the lifestyle of entrepreneurship versus mm-hmm. the actual business. Yeah. All right. So they're not, they're not disrupting anything. They're not changing anything. Um, and they're not real entrepreneurs, right? Mm-hmm. So because you're not really employing people.
1: Yeah. Or selling okay. products or yeah. your service.
0: <clears throat> so uh, he kind of talked about that. He talked about the average age of entrepreneurs, which was like 45, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those were the ones that kind of really stuck out to me. Mm. You know what I mean? Especially the one about lifetime earnings, because All right people are like incubating entrepreneurship now. But again, that's just, that's why I said everything feels like an MLM because if, if I can, if I started one thing, okay, buy my product to do this, but then you can take my product, you know, water it down or step on it, whatever, and then Mm -hmm. make your own version of it and then go out and sell it. And then the person who buys it from you does the same thing. They take your product, water it down and sell it mm-hmm. and it just keeps going and going and going eventually you'll get to the point where it's like well i can just sell you entrepreneurship
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and, and that's the that's the continuous cycle that's happening and so mm-hmm. all of the products that come out of it don't lead to um, any meaningful jobs any sustain- sustainable sustainable uh, economic activity mm-hmm. it's just one big cycle
1: yeah I can I can see that. So so you tell me the best business to be in is the one with no product.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> a, a guy just sold a statue. Did you read about that?
1: I did see that. He it's sold a he sold an a invisible statue, statue.
0: That, that was invisible. <laughs> and I was like, bro, is this not Bitcoin? <laughs>
1: right, right, right. That reminds me of uh pootie tang. You remember that? I love Pudie Tang. If the song came yes. out, he's like Pootie Tang's new song. It's called and everybody went crazy and
0: went platinum. Pootie Tang is Drake. <laughs> That's yeah. how I see it. Drake can uh, say he could do anything. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like in our lifetime, Drake will do what Pootie Tang did on some level, mm-hmm. and it's gonna work. I promise you.
1: I can see that. I mean, Drake be having some hits though, he got some bops. Which, I don't know, it is it it's just like it, it's like you have to it, do I just like trash music or is the landscape of music in general trash and I like the best of it?
0: What is the best of it?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Now we get deep. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, who is the best deep. dumpster fire? Let me pick right, one. Right, right. Uh, I mean, I, I, I just picked up the Purple Rain album, so I'm. I don't I'm even always. know what that
0: is. I don't know what that Prince. is. Are oh, you talking about Prince? Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know.
1: I'm like, yo. So I'm always in in the past, but every now and then I come to the present and listen to a Drake bop.
0: I mean, it, I it's like inevitable nice things. It's, it's inevitable, young. you know what I mean? To, <laughs> it's part of our generation. But then you, you're gonna have moments where, where you you just have like a moment where you just think, like, what am I listening to? And that probably happens to me at least, like, twice a week.
1: Right, right. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, My I think... Um, I think... Um, I think we just said some words.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: said a whole yeah. lot of words. What's what's um, so something that's been since we're, we're uh, you know, we talk about politics as well. Um, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but there's a lot going on in California, right? So I messed up and followed a couple uh, Instagram accounts that mm-hmm. uh basically cover like the homeless activity, okay? Uh, and that was a bad idea mm-hmm. because. I don't know these people, so I don't know if they're telling the truth or not, or if like the, the selection of content is, you know, they're picking and choosing what they want to
1: show. Mm-hmm.
0: But the situation is bad. Yeah. Like, Have you seen what's happening on the beach? Mm-hmm. It, like in
1: Venice? Yeah, places like Venice, yeah. Yeah, I've been watching a, a few, a lot of them. I've been watching a lot of them. And um I don't know. I don't know. I know they 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 um they created two two different communities. I can't remember the name of them right now, but it's two um uh, homeless communities. I believe there's uh, between 80, one is like 80, maybe 80 different units, and the other one's like like maybe a little bit over hundred, mm-hmm. uh, particularly for like homeless uh, transitioning type thing. And um I think it's difficult to put these places anywhere because of nibby the whole not in my backyard thing everyone wants something to happen but not close to them um which is usually um because they they feel like um, a person whose home is going to is going to bring you know street activities close to their house basically <laughs> <Street> <laughs> <laughs> which, which comes down to it that's what it is what is street? <laughs> they they think most people, most people think that the homeless are on, on drugs, or they know people on drugs, or all the all the things you can think that are bad, um, and they don't want it by their house. Yeah. So, if 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 you get funding for these type of different, uh, you know, these different uh, programs, it's it's often difficult to place them somewhere in a place. Well,
0: because it's, the issue isn't. From from my experience of, you know, actually going down there and um, being around people who are, you know, in that situation. Now, it, it was a while ago, but mm-hmm. just being down there and actually going to to try something, to do something, right? Uh, I feel like many of those people, the issue isn't the fact that they don't have a house. Mm-hmm and when you see when you see some of the videos like that um they post on their social media platforms it becomes very clear that this is not an issue about people who just don't have a house
2: Mm -hmm.
0: right a lot of the people who are there aren't even from california they just they just come here because i've heard that
2: it's
0: easy to be homeless
1: yeah you have you you have have more more resources here um in terms of like government programs. And then the weather
0: is, mm-hmm. you know,
1: all 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 around your weather where you can, you know, you can be outside and not freeze to death <clears throat> or or um you know suffer from dehydration in some of these hot, hot states. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was I don't want to start making up percentages, but it was it was a lot of percentage <laughs> of homeless that are weren't weren't actually from California. Yeah so uh, i've heard somebody say like you know what is california doing about their homeless and it's like i don't know arizona you tell us this is they come from you you know yeah. places like texas <laughs> arizona these are your homeless technically uh, there's a lot they of people just don't from have Dallas. those resources where they come from yeah Yeah. so um yeah it's strange it's, 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 it's strange
0: crazy. i've never i've never i've never been one to be like yo I'm, i'm leaving california I'm mm-hmm. kind of thinking about it now. I you just don't know where nowhere. to go. I don't know where to go. <laughs> where am I going? Like, you
1: ain't going nowhere.
0: Nah, man, I'm kind of thinking about it. it it's it's getting to a point where, um, like, cause you know they have a bill, right? And it, I'm pretty sure it won't pass. But there's a bill that's being circulated, like right now, um, mm-hmm. about uh, you know taking the beaches away from the public and making them the space for homeless people. Mm. and it's in even if it doesn't get passed the fact that something like that can get drawn up and and you know pass multiple checkpoints Mm -hmm. to people who are supposed to be some type of smart right (laughs) yeah and and make its way amongst you know our representatives like just Mm -hmm. the fact that they can do that is like I don't, I don't want to wait until they get to the point where they do something that's so ridiculous to where it's like, okay, you have to leave or you can't leave.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm just thinking, I'm not saying I'm going nowhere. I'm thinking about it. I'm just thinking like mm-hmm. it might be time to go.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, don't, I don't see that ever happening. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's difficult to have some discernment though with where you have situations like that are that, that are really outlandish that kind of bubble to the t- when we talk about these these different topics. So um it's just it's just interesting that people don't have like any or I would say the ideas that are useful don't rise to the top because um, the ideas like let's just let everybody live on a beach that's gonna get more clicks and bait. <laughs> you know that's gonna get obviously I'm interested to understand what are you talking about, it's gonna get more. Yeah, but it's if, it's um it's gonna get more attraction off top.
0: Yeah, but it's it's
1: so I, I would sad. I would I would have to challenge myself to look further into the ideas that are actually sustainable, than lean all the way into the deal the, the ideas that are completely insane.
0: Yeah, but they they shoot those down. That's the, that's the thing. It's like okay, here's here's an idea let's build some more stuff. Oh, no, Mm -hmm. no, no, no. We don't need to build. Yeah. We don't, we don't need to build anything. In fact, if you do build, we'll make it so expensive that, you know, that you'll just stop building.
1: Yeah. Even permits. and. That's what I'm saying. Labor costs and materials. I mean, all that stuff is expensive.
0: You know, they'll, they'll, they'll do what they have to do to make, to make it a burden, to make it burdensome. Mm -hmm. But then yeah. want, you know, like, so it, it's clear that none of this comes from, like, common sense. They're mm-hmm. trying to find, they're trying to find ways to um, get the votes they need. Mm-hmm. Right. That is it. That is all, yeah. that is all they're doing. They're going wherever the majority or the loudest voice in the room is. And if you're, mm-hmm. if you're not in the room because you're doing other things, you don't have a voice. hmm. Right. And yep. and it just becomes it becomes annoying. And it's like, well, again, I'm I, I'm not moving tomorrow. I'm just saying I'm <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm yeah. I'm really, really thinking about like like where I can go. Cause mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to wait, man. Like I don't I don't want to wait until it's to the point where it's just ridiculous.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... One thing about um you know the states there's an opportunity everywhere that's for sure mm-hmm. um, I think many people get caught up in, in staying stand in one place for so long or holding on to a place so i'm I'm a huge component of 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 you know move if you need to you know I'm more, more so move for the best opportunity for for each individual person mm-hmm. um, if the opportunity is not where you are move. <laughs> Um, that's, that's a huge thing for me. And that's for people who, who complain about, you know, how high rent is in certain areas or how, how high, um, you know, real estate is in certain areas. Um, you can just move. I mean, especially places like California. Um, here, here's a, like a, you know, a secret, you know, uh, black folks actually migrated to California, you know, we <laughs> a <secret>. in droves. <laughs> <a secret>. So <laughs> it's okay to migrate somewhere else for better opportunity. So, yeah. um, not to say, you know, people weren't here, but it's, it's, if you look at your history, most likely you're from a different state other than California. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there's more opportunity anywhere, cause people get caught up in in how high, you know, specifically real estate prices are in uh, LA County, Orange County, these different, you know, expensive counties. Um, which is so weird because you know the median high sold income is seventy five thousand, where the median house is when's the last report it like six seven hundred thousand something like that so i'm like maybe eight. I'm just like how i'm like how like there's a lot of people that should have been moved so for a better opportunity and it's not to say that everyone can do that but i think there's a high percentage who can We're not talking about the people who are completely desolate, where they have no choice to move. Mm -hmm. Um, There's many people who do have the choice to move, uh, but they want to stay because because I don't know. There's things to do, and I guess you know once they give the beach up, uh, that won't be a reason to stay. (laughs) But we'll see. We'll see what happens. (laughs) It's
0: it's crazy, man. Because like Venice, like I don't know if you've ever. I'm going to take you through Venice. The next time you're down here, we going we going just I'm going to show you some properties in Venice and show I've you been, how close like how, I've been just looking how at close it, there's it is.
1: A, there's a YouTuber who kind of blew up, isn't it? It's a uh, German in Venice. If you look on YouTube, and he's just mm-hmm. a, a regular Venice resident that's been here like 30, 40 years. He's um German, obviously. And he's always wanted to be in Venice so he, he came to Venice and lived here for like 30 40 years or something so um he, he kind of goes like um you know what it used to be and what it is now and he kind of goes out in this little electric motor scooter and kind of goes to look at Venice and take pictures and um pictures and videos and pl- post them on YouTube and he got a lot of flack for that in some ways where people are like you're you know you're you're taping the homeless but um you know, and, and that could be said, but, I you know, other things can be said that he's he given some type of um, um, exposure to some of these things, because mm-hmm. someone who doesn't live, you know, specifically in Venice, I can still see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it can start conversation. I mean, we're having a conversation now that someone might pick up a, and say, hey, I have an idea. So I don't know. I think those type of things spark conversation but i've been watching yeah. his videos for a few months and it is it is wild and it's not just venice it's downtown la it's um, it's hollywood um where the homeless the homeless um issue is is rampant everywhere um echo park i've just seen um echo park um they closed down echo park all the way down mm-hmm. and um i don't think they drained the water but they cleared everyone out it was a huge homeless encamp- encampment and you know, regular res- residents couldn't really use the park space, so they closed everything down, cleaned everything out, and just reopened it like sometime last week. And now it's a, a public space again. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy.
0: That's strange. It's like, crazy. I, I don't, what I don't understand is like, how is that not strange to people? Like, in in mm-hmm. to, because they can they can just tell us it's all oh, the the cost of housing or but all of this all of this has been done all of this has been done Mm -hmm. by things that they've done Mm -hmm. like this this is a symptom of things that they've done it's not it's not because the cost of housing has gone up like or a stadium is built now people Mm -hmm. are homeless like what Mm -hmm. Like that's not how that's not how it works and and because that becomes believable right it just, it gives, it almost gives the the politicians more like, more clout.
2: Because mm-hmm.
0: in a way they can say, well, I'm for you. So we're just going to allow everyone to be here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And and then you quickly realize, like, again, when you really look into the issue, if you've ever been hands-on with this issue, you quickly realize, like, it's deeper than people who just don't have a home. Like, they mm-hmm. there are much... Bigger things and happening with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's multifaceted, and it didn't happen overnight either. And
0: like when you know, when it's, the crack, it's so when the crack. so many different era, When the crack era happened, was there a homeless explosion? Did they call it homeless, or did they call it something else?
1: I'm not sure. Well, because yeah,
0: but I'm I'm just if you look back in history, they never call it the homeless era. Mm-hmm. And tons of people are in jail right from yeah from that that span of time mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. but why is it the homeless like why is there a homeless problem? why is it a homeless problem now? I mean clearly, mm-hmm. when you actually go down there and you interact with these people, these aren't just people who don't have a home
2: mm-hmm.
0: Why is it not something else
1: right like what <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> <I'm trying.
1: laughs> Look, I'll say it like this, there's a uh, multiple reasons why people are homeless. So um, to answer your question, I think, I think um, from a voter, like a voter standpoint, I think people have more empathy for someone who's homeless. Than they do for someone who's on drugs, um, because as we've seen in the '80s during the crack epidemic, at- there was no remorse for people who are on drugs. It was just get yourself together.
0: But there, um, there was a very specific reason why there was no there like that was because the they stuff. feel
1: like they feel like because crack you're on drugs, it's, crack it's was only fault.
0: Well, no, but crack was only in very specific neighborhoods. Talking I don't want to. Yeah, I don't. I don't really want to go deep down that that rabbit hole. It was just yeah you know these past i'd say this past week has been just uh you know a tsunami of various different things and that's that was just part of it you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so just i've I've really been thinking about just a lot of that just kind of internalizing a lot of that stuff and just thinking about how um how to make you know how to make the best move with that in mind you know especially with the way Mm-hmm. Uh, everything is going. You know what I mean? Like, there's, it's just a lot. It's a lot of different things going on, and I see why. When when things, when things get the way they are now, a lot of the people who have been involved or the, they've been active in the markets and whatnot, I see why they just step away.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? Because if you try to like, if you if you try to be involved on a on a certain type of level. It could um it could consume you and like drive you crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you figure someone's been here 20, 30 years fighting, all these different things that come up to, you know, protect their best interests. Um as you age and you know, you slow down, you get tired. You're tired of fighting. So mm-hmm. I mean, I can see the 60 or 70 year old, like I'm I'm out. I did what I could. I fought a good fight, but you you're young enough to stay. So,
0: nah, man, I'm 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 you know I'm just I'm out. Like, I'm I'm stepping back. I'm kind of chilling. I'm not really uh I'm not gonna be active in different ways. Like even like even when it comes to stocks and stuff, like I probably I probably only bought like two or three companies in the past. Mm-hmm. In the past, like since since January. Mm-hmm. I bought Intel, I bought Oracle, and I bought some more Apple. And I bought I bought a company called GSK, um, like mm-hmm. GlaxoSmithKline or something. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I haven't bought anything. And um, and the, and then there's so many, there's so many people just pitching to buy certain companies or whatever, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's like you know what, I'm out. <laughs>
1: are you out as in withdrawing are you 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 know you grabbing your ball going home
0: no it's just i'm not i'm not you know because i'm someone who had like i have to learn i have to know i have to learn um i gotta look into it so Mm -hmm. if, if i if i keep hearing about a specific thing i'm gonna look into it right yeah and even if even if it doesn't really fit my discipline Mm-hmm. I feel like I have to look into it be, to be prepared for when I'm asked about it.
1: Yeah. And, right. and, that, and I think that was where my question came from at the beginning of the podcast is how, how do you choose to go down the rabbit hole? Because yeah, uh, some some are just aren't healthy. Um, they're time consuming. And sometimes, you know, obviously, it's just not wasted, you know, worth the time going down them. Uh, like you said, if you don't fit your discipline or your certain criteria. And I've had to learn um, over some time to just, you know, push things out if they don't serve you, mm-hmm. um, you know, or serve me. So um, I've been real careful about going down certain rabbit holes um, that can be, you know, cause they're time racers too. Um, they, they do get the, like the brain firing in a certain way too, like, like connecting dots, which I do enjoy and um, looking at that. I I enjoy that that process, but uh, it it's time consuming too. Yeah, That's it is. That's why I do like. I don't know, is. You have to have like a set criteria. Like, um, do I really want to Like I was telling you earlier today, I watched. Um, I got off the phone with um, uh, one of my partners, um, Greg. And uh, I was talking to him, and we was just talking about the current state of everything. And um. He talk, we we talked about the, the scamming that's going on and all the different PPP scams and all these different things. Mm-hmm. And he's the one actually told me about that video. The, um, uh, was it? Scam, oh, the scam Bible. Bible. <laughs> it's a rap video called the Scam Bible. So <laughs> If anybody wants to see that. <laughs> um, and I watched it, I'm just like, this person is telling, basically teaching people how to scam through rap. Mm-hmm. And so I watched that video. It was a quick, you know, like two minute video and um i started seeing other videos this is on youtube you know youtube is a great rabbit hole to really go down mm-hmm. um and i was like do i really want to click on the next video because you can see like in the comments who they start talking about and it was the other guy you mentioned they came up and i was just like mm, do i really want to i was like no i just i just logged yeah. out so you kind of have to like figure out which which direction you want to go um just sometimes surface level is just fine. Uh, would would I have learned anything new or useful from watching the next six to seven videos? Well I think I think you that's know, not sure. I think
0: that's the I think that's the deciding factor. Right? Mm-hmm. Like so um and it's it's a little bit different when it comes to investing because yeah, um, yeah investing is really about like perspective mm-hmm. you know and, and value is like relative. So it's like, okay, well, if I could look at this company and find something good about them, you know, either I'll find I could find something that works for me or potentially if if I'm asked about it or if a situation arises where I can use that information, it's beneficial to know it. Right. Right. Um, And so I kind of gauge it based on that. But now I'm kind of like if if I get asked about anything, I'm like, nope, I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't do that. I don't know because i yeah, because i, like, I mean you, it's, you'll it's spend just, a majority of time just swatting down different it's things too much it don't make sense yeah it's,
0: it's it is way it's way too much to be and the, the main thing comes from the desire to to be a resource and to help mm-hmm. you know i'll be the first one to say i don't i don't have the answers i don't know everything um but i've i have enough experience and i've done enough research to be able to provide you with some type of insight Mm -hmm. on certain things and so you know when you when you hear people especially when there's people close to you and they're they're speaking on things incorrectly you know you want to help them you want to correct them Mm -hmm. you know not not to make it like you know like i know more than you Mm is to help you out it's like yo like that's not that's not what that means yeah, um, but now, now I'm kind of like, you know what? Go ahead, man, jump off, jump off the cliff.
1: You know, um, something that has been working for me lately, rather than telling people, and these are people who aren't my clients, obviously. I think um, <laughs> um clients want to have a certain perspective, and they want to know, um, on so many levels, what they should do, um, based on their, you know, their criteria or whatever. Mm-hmm. They they want they want the best. Um, You know the best scenarios laid out, and then usually they can make the best decision on their own. Uh, Many times they still want your uh, your navigation to make those decisions. But anyways, for the person who's not my client, and the person is just talking about you know whatever topic, uh, the thing I I like to say now is um, um, the phrase I use is um, "Have you considered?" Start with "Have you considered." And I think this is a, a, a game changer because it's not directly pointed to that's wrong and you should do it this way. It's have you considered this, whatever that is. And I think that might be a better strategy. I find that's a better strategy because it leads them down their own rabbit hole of, of knowledge searching and revelation. And you now you're not just the hater who you know who disagreed with their thoughts or their ideas it's just you know have you considered this and i think that's um i think that's less invasive and in many in in many ways it's it's more accepted by the listener in my experience so i'm going to try more of that you know so i would say try more of that you know have you considered you know whatever and then send them on their way because if they're not your consultant or you're not consulting them, they're not, they're not your client. It's not, you know, I don't think there's any reason to go down that, that conversation if it's not a paid one, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because, I mean, I've spent many years saying a lot of words and they just fall on deaf ears. You know? maybe
0: that's what it is maybe maybe it's because um i can't i can't help but just like it just comes out right so if i hear something mm-hmm. or a certain word it just it comes out because it's, yeah. it's it's fresh in my brain it's it's what i do right yeah so um Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just because, like, it's not, we're not in the actual consultation. Mm -hmm. I don't have time to pull out a piece of paper or a whiteboard Mm -hmm. to (laughs) to be able to explain to you why I think the way I do Mm -hmm. about this specific thing. Um, And it's it's more so like trying to, trying to, um, you know, pass on, you know, years of of understanding on how to think Mm -hmm. into this small moment, this small moment of time yeah you know to bring them up to speed and so it's Mm -hmm. like i don't even want to do that
1: Mm -hmm. and uh, no no one's receptive to that yeah it's like you know when you when um you listen to like a lecture that they say they say you actually um um you actually take or absorb like 12 percent of information or something it was very small Mm -hmm. and i don't think people train themselves to to take away like key concepts like even when you're like, you're reading a book or reading information, just try to take away at least three different concepts you can take, Mm -hmm. take away with you or listen to a lecture or even this podcast, Uh, take away three concepts. And if that's to me, take away one concept that's going to, that you can use and, and mold and, you know, go down your own rabbit hole or whatever it is. And because I think many times when we when we speak and I think this is why we choose our words a lot because you can you can just speak and it and you're saying too much for people to absorb Mm -hmm. and um one thing just like just like in school no one's willing to raise their hand and ask a teacher like or tell them I don't understand that you know it meant most people don't say Hey, can you run that back? I don't understand what you just said. Can you give me more clarity? Um, well, see and maybe it's grade school.
0: I think I think that's the disconnect though cuz I'm that person.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm the person who said that doesn't make sense.
1: Mhm. tell yeah. me. Make it make sense.
0: Mhm. And and so that might be the disconnect when you when you you know because you explain something or you tell somebody something or you share something and then you're waiting for the like the confirmation of does this make sense? Not is it right or wrong? Just mm-hmm. does it make sense?
1: Right, right.
0: And you can clearly see it doesn't.
2: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I mean? So every re- it requires a, a deeper dive. Mm-hmm. And then you can tell like it's it's like well either a they just don't want to believe it, right? Because they don't want you to know. Mm-hmm. You know, they again they don't want you to be right because that means they would have to change, mm-hmm. right? Um, or you know. You just don't have the the
1: patience yeah yeah I mean, I mean i would even look at. have you considered that um <laughs> it's not important if they get it or don't get it it's, not important. Or, it's, not, a, it's or, not
0: important it's not it's not important it's natural i'm telling you it's, like, it's a natural it's like a it's second nature yeah. like yeah, if I something comes up it's just, it triggers it it's like no yeah like that's not mm-hmm. you know it could be anything like we could be we could be at lunch or something and somebody could talk about like a watch or a car. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for me just to hold it in and not say right like the thing that you know if if what they're saying is a little bit off, like it's hard for me to to not be like, mm-hmm. well, here's the right information.
1: Like, well, actually. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, you well, know, because
0: well actually because I feel like I feel like people just allowing you to just freely walk around and be ignorant doesn't help you Mm -hmm.
1: yeah yeah i get that i get that
0: it doesn't help you at all and then and you'll be in spaces where you know the people around you could could you know either greatly impact your life or change it and then you Mm -hmm. go and say something ridiculously ignorant because you've just been allowed to say it right like yeah you know for your entire life and now it's like mm-hmm. eh, i don't know like I, you know because have you not done that before like oh yeah this person's cool and then they say something it's like nah never mind
2: <laughs> actually
0: you're I not draw cool. everything i said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i take that back
2: right
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, so uh you know i i feel like if you can offer perspective and that's something i try to do with anybody right like i i don't i don't go out much but anytime like I think that's something we both do, honestly. Anytime we do go out, if we're around people, we just try to leave them with something.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, because everybody's time is everybody's time is valuable. So if someone decides to share some of their time with you, I feel like you have to make it worth something. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the exchange isn't valuable, which is why you you have friends that you'll see often, and then you have other friends that you won't see at all.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because the exchange, the the exchange isn't as valuable. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean. So. I've,
1: I've that's kind lately, of how I see it. Lately, um, I've been uh focusing on not so much leaving people with something, but um, trying to gain more of their perspective. So, um, I think lately I've been just asking more questions, you know just to get, um, a context of, of why people think the way they think or, or not, not so much just why they, what they think, but just, um, or why the way they think, but just getting more context of who that person is, Mm -hmm. you know, rather it's, it's them just talking about, you know, where they're from or, you know, who they're raised by, uh, what they do for a living, um, what, what gives them, um, you know, some type of piece or whatever, whatever it is. Um, I kind of lead with more questions. And I think, um, uh, again, that just helps me get more perspective on on who the person is. Because Mm -hmm. if, because I know what I know, if I show up and I just say what I know, I'm no longer learning. So if there is an opportunity within that time of of um asking them questions or trying to um maybe uncover something i don't know about them mm-hmm. or about the way they think um it could be opportunity to relay you know how i think or what i know might help them in, in whatever they're doing and in that way it just makes it i think it makes it it makes it more fluid and it um I think it gives me more perspective on on how people are and why why they do the things they do yeah because um you know i don't i don't think i'm all that interesting so i just <laughs> i like to see you know what other people got going on
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, because i'm with myself all the time i'm always in my head and um it's just so much it's just so much so that's why I can't I can't wait till we release really that open up again and and where it's comfortable enough to actually speak to people and see mm-hmm. you know what's going on and how things operate in other people's mind. Um, so I can't wait. I can't wait for some time no, normalcy that comes back to where we can we can practice those things again. Um
0: I would agree. I mean it, it's I don't know, man. It's just maybe I'll take that approach I mean I do I do ask questions to try and like figure things out um, because I'm an observer more than anything you know so I'm mm-hmm. I'm always you know listening and I may not say much at first but if we're having a real conversation about something like I can't I can't do like the small talk
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I mean yeah. so it's like it has to at some point it becomes like this is a consultation
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> like right. <laughs> Because
0: people want right. to talk to you about, you know, real estate, stocks, finance, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and so it's only so much of, you know, like the the first level stuff before it becomes like a full blown, right, like, right? Okay, I see where you're going. Yeah, look at this type thing.
1: I, I get that too. So, do do you enjoy speaking about those things?
0: Yeah, I know I, I do in in a sense, but only only if only if it's received. Mm-hmm. Like I, I enjoy helping people get to a certain point
2: mm-hmm.
0: to be able to like process and think and think about things a certain way. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy that. But if it's, if it's just to talk about it, cause, cause that's something that happens too, where people come, mm-hmm. you know, cause again, you, you mentioned that we've been, uh, we've been doing this for a long time. And when we started, nobody, nobody who was our age was, interested in these types of things Mm -hmm. so in many ways people have been kind of like waiting to you know even if they don't really know you they've kind of been waiting Mm -hmm. to get to a point to have this conversation right you know what i mean and and um in many in many instances they're not really listening they're just trying Mm -hmm. to prove to you that i can have this conversation too Mm. You know what i mean and that, yeah, ha- that happens even that. outside of even outside yeah. of people that you know just in just people you meet a lot of times mm-hmm. there's there's no there isn't real dialogue it's just you know i can i can have this conversation too it's not yeah you're not really exchanging yeah. you know it's not really fruitful yeah you know i can I mean? see
1: that too it's it's a um yeah it's a, a measuring contest at that point and yeah that, that's what doesn't make it doesn't make it it, it enjoyable um and uh, i think you know it doesn't nothing comes from it and so i'm trying to figure out that's what i'm asking you i'm trying to figure out why in some cases i don't like talking about (laughs) those things and i'm just like you know you start thinking about the person who like who really enjoys their work or what they do is like they always want to talk about it and when you said that i think something clicked uh, It is. It's two different conversations happening. There's the actual Mm -hmm. genuine conversation of two people talking. You know how we we, we sit down and talk about these different things. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, we can talk about it. But then there's the other conversation, which you're mentioning, is the person who wants to show you that they either know more than you or they can have that conversation with you and stand on the same footing in some way, or they can talk over you or you know, you know, out, um, out bar you or out information or you or whatever it is. And I think that's, that's what I wasn't picking up. The, the, um, the difference in those different conversations. Yeah. And um, the latter is what I don't, I don't enjoy. And I think that's what I'm why I always shy away from talking about these things. I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. I talk about that for 12 hours every day <laughs> so i don't i really don't want to talk about that yeah. and it's not, yeah. so if i'm at if i'm at dinner or i'm trying to relax or i'm trying to have you know a whiskey or something or i'm trying to unwind it's like i don't want to talk about those things so uh, unless unless they're the first of like we just kind of chopping you know um so yeah it, it, that's interesting that's a very thin line of, of what that conversation is
0: and it's, it's easy um, to, it's easy to pinpoint, you know what I mean? Especially, especially because, you know, as real estate professionals, man, we, we make a lot of phone calls and we talk to a lot of people. And so you, you learn, you develop a skill to be able to like determine what this conversation is really quickly. Right. And so, um, especially in social settings where, you know, people try to, uh, show up. And like you said, just try to outbar you. It's like, relax, man. Like, I, like who am I?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> who am I to be trying to, comp- you know what I mean? Like what right. who do you think I am to be sitting here trying to compete with me about something that I've been doing for 15 years? Yeah. And then here you come and you bought a condo.
1: Yeah. I told you about the last, the last uh, person that, that wanted to basically correct me on my math. Um, I put out some information about, um, you know, a property and, and how much, what the breakdown was down payment and the payment and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, are you sure? You know, my payment was such and such. I'm like, um, I I, I basically asked, do you have these key things that you need to even think about mm-hmm. actually getting this, this, this calculation? No. Okay. Well, what, what are we talking about? Like you don't even have the, the, the thing, you don't have the values to plug in to get the number that I received. Yeah, to get that result. So yeah. how could you know if it's wrong or right? Let's just but start there. More more importantly,
0: why why do you feel that it is your position to tell me if it's wrong or right? I don't know. It's
1: like why does we, it we do we do two different professions. We've both been doing that same profession for the same amount of years. So I don't tell you. Yo, are you sure you did such and such on your job, right? Like, but
0: but why? Why would the they, arrogance? Why would they be, the why arrogance would they be for me to why, do no, that. Why would they be comfortable in telling you that? But they wouldn't. They hold no accountability for these guys on the internet.
1: I don't know. I don't know. It's just. I think when you, when you're in a, a certain industry, like um, real estate, where people can kind of get a glimpse behind the curtain by being a participant, by buying their own real estate, they now feel like they are now not only a participant in real estate, but um, um, a a, a, I guess a a professional in that space Mm now.
2: Yeah, they feel like they have equal a working professional. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, just because just because I go I go buy a suit. It doesn't make me a tailor. <laughs> you know, I, I just bought a suit. You know, I I may not know how to how to uh, the right cut, um, and 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 how to tailor this suit. It's not my profession, mm-hmm. right? I may not know um, the different materials, um, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just. I think it's just a certain level of arrogance of people, uh, particularly, pretty, particularly in our, and it, I don't see it too much in commercial. It's just it's usually just over people's head, but particularly in in the residential market in the re- residential space, where people feel like just because they bought a residential home, they are now a professional of buying homes, and and um, you see this a lot. And um, like you may be consulting a client on on their real estate purchase and you'll hear from their aunt, uncle, cousin, brother um, that whatever they're doing, whatever we're doing as far as the the purchase of their property is somehow wrong or is different than what they did or what the uncle did or mother did or mom did whenever they bought the house 20 years ago.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it is different because it's 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, but you have the person saying, well, when I bought my house, it wasn't like that. When I bought my house, it, you know, so it carries on too. So a person mm-hmm. can buy their house 20 years ago and they still a professional buying homes. Now they relate that profession to whoever else is handling their, their actual transaction of their family member mm-hmm. or whatever, friend. And um, I don't know, it's just a certain arrogance around someone who buys the real estate property who now believe they're professional
0: because it doesn't take any data. This again, this is why I can't sell residential. It takes no data. It takes no data to quantify value in residential. Now, there are there are guys who are able to do that. Right? Mm-hmm. They know what to look for. But for the average yeah. realtor and the average person, there's there's no way for them to quantify value. It's just it's literally just the price went up. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe because as you mentioned like with a suit you buy a suit doesn't make you a tailor but maybe because it's attached to a financial gain you know what i mean there's mm-hmm. there's the there's the um, appreciation component attached to it so people feel like they make a smart decision because it made them some money
2: mm-hmm.
0: or it made or lost them some money so that's probably where that that comes from right it's like oh well yeah. i made some i made some money so how could i be wrong yeah,
1: yeah i did something right yeah
0: um Yeah, but yeah i mean that's that's one of the reasons why i can't like i i mean it does happen in commercial but what you what you often find out which i'm sure you dealt with but what you often find out is um they were just posturing
1: oh it's a lot of that that's a lot of that
0: they're posturing until you get because once you see the PLs and their rent rolls that's when you know the whole story and they were trying to avoid showing you that because they were lying to mm-hmm. you, yeah,
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Once, 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 books and records come out, everyone yeah. gets real humble. Yeah, everyone's getting that, real like, humble. Okay,
0: all right, now you're the best friend. But. Yeah,
1: it's like okay, now we know. It's like, you know, your you, your dirty laundry's out. It's all yeah. out here. So let's. In let's, in residential, that's
0: not something that's not required. You know what I mean? Well, so it's, it's I, a little I think,
1: different. I think it is required for the certain level of professional who's going to actually look at data, uh, data trends over, you know, the last 10 years or. Um,
0: yeah. But who has time to do that when you got 50 offers?
1: I think, I think the issue is, is there's a certain amount of people flooded into residential who can get a license and the bar for getting a residential license is very low. Mm-hmm. So the person who just, basically you you know paint by numbers it can get you by and you can do very well if you just paint by numbers and not go deep Mm -hmm. um and and those people usually do well because you can you can keep it on the surface level and explain it in a way that's easily consumed by the the consumer or by the client so i think um once you once I, i crossed into commercial where it's more data-driven and continue to do residential you have to hold back to a certain degree because you can give too much information in a space where the client will be overwhelmed mm-hmm. some clients right i don't want to nice, just blanket yeah. them but they'll yeah. be overwhelmed with the information where the paint by number person can come in and say hey one plus one equals two and they like yes So. So I think in some ways, I know for me, for sure, um, I may be, I don't want to say too analytical because I'm usually able to show the numbers in depth and then step back, which which I think is the best way to do it. But I may be in certain the way I want to see things presented to me Mm -hmm. also. So I don't know. You kind of have to gauge, gauge the client, but, um, yeah, I think in some ways you don't you don't need to know a whole lot. And those people are usually very successful because they're very surface level and they do very well. It's just like they just knocking them out.
0: Yeah, I mean it's real estate is real estate is the pretty people business.
2: hmm It's just
0: what it is. <laughs> like, yeah. I I've never seen a successful realtor who was ugly. Have you? Right. <laughs> Have you? I've never seen I've never seen a realtor who <laughs> was ugly that was really like closing deals.
1: Um I think it's um it's like likability.
0: That's part of it. You definitely sure. have to be good to work with. Yeah. But you tell me you can you can say somebody was ugly. Okay. We all know. I, I don't see you like.
1: know what you know, you don't see too many like just you know dead, you know, <laughs> definitely unattractive people in real estate for sure. For sure. You know, yeah. um, and um, yeah, that's true that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. you don't just see like just um like no, you gotta you gotta work have something
0: office. you gotta have something going for you aside from like everything yeah. else is a bonus,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I mean, it's like yeah, all the other yeah. skills are a bonus, but then it's like, oh, okay. yeah, for sure, like you can do that too, great,,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah that's true so. that's true it's like okay and you can actually get the deal done okay yeah and i'm, I'm sure that works for both both sides the mm-hmm. um each person has some somebody to look at
0: yeah you can yeah, you can tell by if you, you just go on instagram and look at look at the the pages of successful realtors mm-hmm like nine times out of ten, they're not actually posting content that relates to transactions. They're they're mm-hmm. posting things that that make it look fun, that make them look better. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's not about the actual job. It's about making yeah. it look good.
1: Yeah, for sure. And um, I think it's a huge issue for women too, because, <clears throat> um, uh, well, I've, I've heard one case study from one woman who was uh, in commercial uh, you know she's attractive woman and she said um, it's difficult sometimes to take meetings because a lot of times the people who want to meet would just want to basically be on a date. a date mm-hmm. you know and it's like well I'm here to, to do business and they basically here to date so um, that's been one thing it's, it's I mean that's pretty gross but <laughs> uh, that's um, people are gross that's difficult though you know it's difficult for uh, especially for a, a woman in this um, this industry and um i don't have any like cases that i've heard from people in residential but i'm sure i'm almost sure it's the same and of
0: course because you got to think the barrier to entry is much lower so if you yeah. if you're a realtor and you bump into somebody like you're the person the person who you could service can be anyone you could bump into them at target you can bump into them mm-hmm. at the bar, right? Oh, I work in real estate. Oh, really? You ever think about buying a house?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Can we, you know, can we can we go uh, set an appointment? Right. Show me some properties?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, that, it's different when it comes to buying a building. Like, you're not going to bump into that person at Target.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Even if you did, nine times out of ten, they're not going to tell you they own a building.
1: You yeah. Know? On the buyer side, you're right. On the buyer side, you can, you, anybody can be a buyer, of, potentially be a buyer of a residential it's not, that, it's not like that on commercial. We, we, oh, we know hell. there's a certain amount of buyers in the market. Uh, but on the seller side, it's, it, it can be similar because when you're selling commercial, real estate, you go straight to the source who owns the property. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to go direct to the commercial owner, call them directly or get in contact with them, right? Meet them at their office or wherever you can. Um, and it's the same for selling residential too. You know, door knocking, going direct to the house, Mm-hmm. presenting what's so recently um so that game is the same but yeah you're right for in terms of buyers it's that's the lower hanging fruit in residential because right. potentially anyone can be a buyer but uh the sellers where is that for yeah. sure that's what we actually what teach um, you in business uh
0: we had a we had a, a couple we had a couple women in our team but more recently um you know we we have one she's A black woman too um and she kind of went through similar things where you know because she was really really good on the phones Mm -hmm. um and but well again what would happen is you know the guys are more interested in just meeting her yeah and so um you know we always make sure that one of us showed up with her you know Mm -hmm. to the uh you know to the to the meeting because it was Mm -hmm. um it was very it was very very evident and she and she was great on the phone she did everything she needs to do mm-hmm. um, and she handled the situation perfectly but you know it's 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 still like that's still a thing which is crazy that you know as a professional you know it's still like I need backup in a sense
1: mm mm-hmm. yeah it's a whole different world yeah um yeah I said um I have um a potential agent onboarding pretty soon. And she's a, a woman in the same, same thing. I'm like, um, in this industry, like you, you almost have, you have to like, let people know what it is. You know, even before, before I got married, it was a little, when you sitting, sitting with a, a husband and their wife, it's kind of like, you're kind of a single guy at that time. Mm-hmm. And It's like, um, I think in some ways, the husband could feel like, like what the, you know, what is this? You're like, why are you talking to my wife? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, especially if, if you get them on the phone first or you got them maybe door knocking or whatever. And it's like, now you got to meet them both together. Now, usually the husband's always up on guard. Um, and that's the thing. Now you have to kind of, um, you know, break down those barriers and now say, hey, no, we're all a team, you know, I'm just not talking to your wife on the side, which is another thing I do when I'm dealing with couples or husband and wife, because um, it's usually one is more active than the other. So if the wife is excited and she texting me different properties or whatever, I'm always um, making a, a, um, a group chat with everyone. So mm-hmm. the husband, wife and myself. Um, so we're all talking on one accord. Because I think what you don't want is um, you're texting a wife, and you know, people text you at all hours of the night sending you real estate, especially on the residential side. You don't want a situation where you're, you're texting the wife late at night and they say, Hey, you know, Doran says such and such. Doran says such and such. We should do this, and such and such. And you're getting all this information from one side, and it's like, you know, he's just yeah, texting my wife like, all the time. Who, yeah, it's like, who's doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. <laughs> it's automatic. You know, it's automatic because I, I, mean, yeah. I know how guys are because I'm a guy. So, I'm guy. so, <laughs> so just to you know cut that in the in the bud it's, you no know, okay. Let's start a group chat and get everybody on the same accord. And I think it's it's mostly successful that way. And I would say that for any uh, woman that's getting into the business who's talking to the husband directly or the wife directly, whatever it is. To make a group chat, um, so I found that to be successful. Um, and then the other thing is, once I actually got married, wearing a ring kind of disarms people mm-hmm. uh, because you're not out here just single and you know looking like you ready to mingle.
0: Yeah, because of course, again, it's it's the pretty people. But like I'm telling you, man, like yeah. where else, where else do you work where you put on your best clothes all the time and and mm-hmm. talk to random people? Yeah. There's no yeah. other I don't I can't think of any other profession where you 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 get paid essentially to mm-hmm. look as good as you can. Yeah. Outside of like a model or something.
1: And where you're working like during the day, all the way up to lunch, and then you're going to happy hour. And then you're trying to put out, you know, some, some offers and yeah. get some contract <laughs> together. It's just like <laughs> the real estate world is crazy. I mean, yeah, I mean it's fun though. It can be fun. Because your work is is out here with the people, so you got to be out here with the people. Mm -hmm. So it can it's a lot of fun that comes with it, but it's also uh, it's it's also can be tired. Yeah, but it's lucrative.
0: Now speaking speaking of the people, uh, before we wrap up, um, uh, the homie Ralph, shout out to Ralph, Ralph Diesel,
1: yeah, Diesel, Um,
0: him and his uh, his consortium. Of, uh, of buddies actually just launched a new, uh, a new venture called tribal. Did you, did you see that? Yeah,
1: I seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go.
0: Um, and uh, Visa is actually in partnership with them. I don't know in what capacity or, you know, mm-hmm. in what, like how, yeah. but um, You know, I, I definitely want to talk about that um, mm-hmm. because we, again, we talk about the hustle. We talk about, um, you know, doing business, you know, the right way, not thinking small, you know, thinking large. Mm-hmm. And he's someone who is an example of that in many ways, right? Mm-hmm. You've seen him, you've seen him start from, uh, you know, selling cars, you know, as a broker to uh, various other things. I, I know they got into insurance. Um, then he got into the subway franchises and, mm-hmm. and you know, he's, Flipped a couple houses or so or or one or two, um, to now this. Right. Right. So it's it's a it's a snowball effect of money from here, put it here, money from here, put it here, you know, and just continuous reinvestment. Mm -hmm. And um, I know he goes back and forth to Sierra Leone a lot. Um, which is interesting because you know, as black Americans, we don't really have that ability. It's like, okay, I can I can go back to the city I'm from. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, so maybe maybe that's a big uh, motivational component, mm-hmm. but I definitely want to take the time to like mention that and shout them out on that whole venture. Yeah. So make sure yeah, y'all go sure. ahead and um, I think the Instagram handle is Join Tribal mm-hmm. J O I N T R I B L. We'll
1: a little like bit about what out. it what it is.
0: Uh, from my understanding of it, because I haven't had the chance to talk to him about it, um, maybe we'll get him on the show. But for my understanding of it, it's basically a way to connect um, and unite, you know, Pan African, you know, Pan Africanism or Pan African, Pan Africanist, mm-hmm. basically anyone of descent from Africa. It's a way for us to connect with each other um, and exchange and trade our services, uh, products, etc. Right? And Visa mm-hmm. is there to serve as I'm assuming Visa is there to serve as the medium between mm-hmm. the two to help with payments and, ex- and whatnot. And I think there's some element of like cryptocurrency mm-hmm. involved. So right. they might have their own, like a tribal coin or something to mm-hmm. to ease the, uh, you know, the, that whole uh, transaction process. Right. Okay. On the platform. So I'm yeah. going to have to talk to him about it. That's just like a brief from what I read and, and what I looked into, but
1: yeah, exciting um, stuff.
0: You know, to see that, I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, you know? super dope.
1: Yeah, I like the post, I, and I'm, I'm like, I didn't go deep into it, but I'm like, yeah, this is, this is nice. It's nice. This is next level. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, um, check him out at Join Tribal T R I B L. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and take a look at that and like posts, the spam them up. Uh, go in the comments and hashtag AOS. <laughs>
1: AOS. Oh so. <laughs> <laughs> all day. <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? Let them know it's up. And um, you know, speaking of that, man, I was thinking about something earlier. I know <laughs> I said I was gonna wrap up, but I was thinking about something earlier, man, and uh that just kind of re triggered it. Um, do you think do you feel like given like where we come from and what maybe what you know, statistically was supposed to be the outcome of who we are. Do you feel like we've overachieved socially? Socially? Like within socially, our
1: networks?
0: Uh... I, I feel like within our personal networks, we have a number of outliers. Mm-hmm. That And it wouldn't normally exist that way if we weren't if we weren't part of other aspects of their life like part of the, the same alumni or whatever you know social clubs
1: yeah um yeah yeah uh, i think if if we stayed on the track that was pretty much you know prescribed for us uh, we wouldn't have the a certain level of network or circle but um, when you were saying that I, I think about how the circle continually like our social influence continually like it changes mm-hmm. as we grow so it's kind of fluid in that way um like as we grow and meet new people and and the people around us grow and they meet new people it is that uh, it kind of like expands it can it continues to expand And I think there's no way to outgrow it if we stay on that same path because Mm -hmm. there'll always be somebody who's doing so much more, right, and pushing the barriers. So uh, I think we're unique in that space uh, because we have so many, like, real players around us, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're pushing the barriers to where... I think we'll never have a scenario where we outgrow our circle. You know, we'll we'll continue to grow. Even if we're like separate in some ways, or like I may not talk to like just say diesel all all the time or all the other people who've been in our circle for the last 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. We'll all independently do our thing and then we'll come together like a, a conglomerate. But it'll never be a way to, yeah, to like just outgrow, outgrow it. It's like it'll be forever. I don't know what <clears> you <throat> think.
0: Yeah, because I'm. I was thinking about it earlier. Just all the different, all the different people you can pull from, which leads to a mm-hmm. lot of, a lot of our perspectives in how mm-hmm. we approach things, how we talk about things here, and, um, you know, I was like, man, I don't know if. Uh, I don't know if I was actually supposed to be here. <laughs> like, and I'm not I'm not saying in like a sense of like we made it or something, but you know, just the number, just the just in terms of numbers, the amount of people who who surround, you know, who are are a part of our, our everyday lives in a mm-hmm. sense. Um it's it's uncommon for them to be. Uh, close to people like we didn't go to college, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like yeah. we, didn't, we didn't. I, I think to that, we don't that's have to the point. Degrees.
1: When you talk about um, should I be here and you know not having those quote unquote traditional things, you're still here. So I think that answers your question in itself. It's like the people who are who will be in your circle will make it here. Yeah, regardless of of um, uh, you know background educational background, all these different things that you would think would successfully get you to the ladder and get you to the party, basically, um, they don't matter because I can guarantee you there's somebody somewhere in their house, sitting on their couch, watching TV with advanced degrees without, without the circle. Yeah. You know, which we don't think about that, but those people are unaccounted for, even though they have the traditional things that you would think will propel you. Uh, to have a successful life or a successful circle but i think um people who belong together will generally find each other mm-hmm. you know i think that's just like like the universe you know because you think about like even our story like we went to like different high schools yeah, we went to <laughs> like usually like when you go like to different high schools like i don't see the any people anymore yeah, you know, so uh, we went to, we basically went to middle school, and middle school was three years at that time, so three years. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. We we basically were were in proximity for three years, and then we're still in proximity twenty years later, so it's just like that's not like a. It, it easily could have been, that your development didn't meet my development. My development didn't meet your development, and we would have just went different ways. We would have never mm-hmm. met. You know certain circles, and uh, it's just that's just how it goes. You know, it's just how it goes. I think that's just the universe bringing the people together that need to be together. And the universe knows; they be knowing. Universe be knowing <laughs> because <laughs> like,
0: even uh even Mike like even Michael like we we like we met him as basically kids, and then mm-hmm. like you know seven eight years later. He just pops up and it's like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. And then we're just like, all right, we're rolling. <laughs> where where you would have thought people who, who were with us around those times coming up, they're no longer here. And um, it wasn't like no love loss for most, in most cases. It's just that the universe didn't align us anymore. Yeah. We just went around because of proximity, because we went to the same school or the same church or the same social, st- whatever these different things are usually bring people together um, outside of those things. So we had no different social. If you think about it, we had no social interaction at all. Like we we had different faiths, different, <laughs> different high yeah, schools, everything, like different, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's like you like those things like don't matter. You know, no, the, I don't. the people will find each other, which is was, which is I crazy. Was, um, you know?
0: I was uh I was just talking to uh I was talking to the homegirl, um Alex the other day, uh yesterday actually, and and she was telling me about you know some something she was dealing with. And um, you know, she she has a, a very successful candle business,
2: mm-hmm. right?
0: And so um she was asking about a very specific situation. She was basically asking like the male perspective on, on like dating. Mm-hmm. So and it was like, well, do you do you include uh being able to afford a person in your criteria? Mm-hmm. And um I bring that up because as you said, you know, people j- just probably just find each other, the people who belong together. And I was like, you know, I haven't been in that position in a long time, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, it was like, no, I've ne- that's never been part of the criteria. Like, if if you're if you're supposed to be around, you'll be around, regardless of whatever, right? Regardless of yeah. of the money or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you're right in that sense. Like, it, it's people people find them, they find each other, or they find pieces of themselves in other people and they just align with those people
2: yeah yeah you
0: know and then everything something. else kind of falls into place
1: mm-hmm. you know? yeah it's, it's crazy it's, it's crazy but I, I think that just it's just um it lets us know that on some level we're all pushing towards the same thing whatever it is we might have different goals but like it's a it's a core value that everyone shares on some level that transcend you know race, gender, religion, all these yeah, different everything. things that usually mm-hmm. keep you in like in a, a certain proximity of other people, it's some core thing that we all share that keeps us together, no matter the background. Yeah. And um, I think we just gotta lean into that. So in terms of like what they call imposter syndrome now or feeling like, I don't know, should I be here? Um, I think those, that question has been answered in what we just talked about of um, it's not a question of, of, should you be here? If you're here, that answers the question.
0: Yeah. No. So it's
1: like, we got to just, you got to lean into who you are, what you know, and the universe bringing us together. And, that um, makes sense. You know, and, and I think my my biggest thing is just don't think too hard about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's what I do. It's easy to say, but like <laughs> <Yeah>. that usually <laughs> makes it, makes it a lot yeah. easier.
1: Yeah.
0: So, uh-huh. but um,
1: yeah, so um, yeah, we're gonna wrap up pretty soon, but um, I know next week we're probably. Next week, we're going on a big balling ass watch trip with <laughs> that's what you're calling it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what you're calling yeah, it. That's, that's
1: the working title right now with um one of our partners in a listener podcast, P. Minty. Uh, Shout
0: out P. Minty, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we talked about those watches last week. He's like, Yo, this this, this is my type of podcast. I'm on, yeah, so, but that's free- what I'm talking about basically.
0: though. But that, that's what I'm talking about the fact that. Like you can, um, we can talk about these things in this way or, you know, whatever. And then you get the, the, you know, you get the spill over mm-hmm. into, into real life. And, um, and we, we're going to have Pete Minty on the show to kind of give you his, his, um, his perspective on a lot of things and just, you know, his personal story, if he wishes to share that. But, um, I'll never forget the day that we, um. Uh, he joined our our private stock group, and his uh, I think it was a line in his bio that said, "I've been to places you don't even know exist."
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: it's like, and you know it's like when people say mm-hmm. that it's like all right yeah whatever you know mm-hmm. you know you know what that means but right right it's like yeah. nah because i've seen him in some places that don't even look like they're on planet earth right, right. it's like it's not uh,
1: tulum what where you at <laughs> yeah like nah it's
0: it's yeah he, he's been on some yeah. boats you know what i mean he's done yeah. some, some big boats um so, Get yeah, on we're on gonna have too. him on. We're so we're gonna fun. have him on there, and uh we're gonna you know chop it up, talk watches and cars, obviously. Um mm-hmm. and uh yeah, just you know, everything else, man. He has a lot to share. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, next week that's Thursday, right? That's actually my birthday, which I didn't even know until mm-hmm. you said that.
1: Yep, that's so why I was like, Yep, this is uh probably gonna be perfect. I didn't probably even know.
0: I was just like, Yeah, Thursday works.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, I remember you saying like, yeah, um, you know, specifically Thursday. I'm like, yeah, it's his birthday. That makes sense. Then I'm telling you like, yeah, it's your birthday. You know, like, I, wasn't you even, I wasn't even happy like, I wasn't even you thinking about know.
2: that.
1: Hey, you know it's my birthday, I but didn't. you know that I think that's the role. Like usually when my birthday, I'm like, uh, then it's your birthday. I'm like, yeah, let's turn up. <laughs> and then it's my birthday. You're like, yeah, let's turn up. So I think that's just the role of like, not really. Well, I, ne- I, I never celebrate. Own
0: yeah, I, ne- I never want to celebrate. So for your birthday, I'm hyped because I know you I, want that's to what usually. I'm saying. Yeah, so that's like, like, All see right, what so I'm we saying. We can hang out.
1: But, like changing but, energies, like
0: yeah. For me, I'm never like I, I, I'm I'm like yo, we don't have millions of dollars yet. We have nothing to celebrate. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean that's so, that's um, important. You celebrate each other, you know. Be like, nah, we going out because yeah, I think it's important to celebrate the small wins and. I mean, if you want to, we did we did celebrate ten episodes, and we still haven't actually officially celebrate that. So, if you want to, you can tack on that too. I mean, that, hey, works for me.
0: Yeah, I'm with that. So, um, I'm sure we'll we'll be uh we'll have a lot to say about that day, uh mm-hmm. next you know next week. Yeah. We'll, um, uh,
1: yeah, we'll come back with the with the information today. Got to be good. Yeah. Yeah, so follow uh follow our Instagram, uh Rich by Monday, you'll most likely see some stories from that day. <laughs> and you know, we we'll, we'll uh, give that to uh anybody's willing to look at it. Yeah, maybe we have some. Uh, maybe you know, maybe I bring the camera out. You know, what I'm saying get some, some some exclusive content for the Patreon. You know,
0: I wasn't gonna say that. But, the full you know, day. I think it's know? I think it's funny that we have a Patreon without having a Patreon. But yeah, yeah. no, we do,
1: we do. We, it's it's at Bridge by Monday Patreon. So <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah man, let's, so let's do that. Yeah, I'm gonna do like you and know subscribe.
0: What? I'm gonna do that. Yeah, you gonna bring the camera? Yeah, All
1: right, we right. gonna yeah, do. it. Like, why not? Yo, I, like I, I a got vlog, my birthday. Uh, like a vlog. I got my
0: birthday shades, man. So mm. I don't need the outfit. I just bought the shades. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need, some frames. It don't it don't it don't matter what else my what, what I'm wearing. I got the shades.
1: It's birthday frames. All that's right. it, man. All right, Like up. and
0: subscribe. Make sure y'all comment down below. Let us know uh you know if we just talking a bunch of bullshit or you actually like what you're talking <laughs> about. Um, make sure you hit the like button and let YouTube know that you guys like this type of content so that way we can continue to show up and and please the algorithm. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we'll catch y'all next week. Episode 12.
2: Yep.